Welcome everyone to Creeps in the Crypt. To continue our spooky season, I am so excited. But before we do that, let me introduce ourselves. My name's Eric, and I am joined always by... Sam? Whoever wants to go first. I thought you were wanting a Christian. Whoever wants to go first. Sam always goes first. Yeah. She always does. I'm Sam. Because you know why? Because I always come. I feel like I'm being attacked right now. <laughs> I, I really feel like I'm being attacked. <laughs> and you know that's a bold-faced fucking lie. Maybe like 30% of the time. <laughs> You're putting a percentage on it? Yes. Very generous. You're very generous. Very generous. It's going to be a homicide when I leave here. Nah. <laughs> Nah, she can believe whatever she wants to believe and spread whatever lies she wants to spread. Would you say they're like folklore? <laughs> More like unwarranted urban legends. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening to the show. Thank you if you're a new listener. Uh, we love you. Please and Please always remember to download the episodes. It helps us out. It lets us know what episodes you like, what content you want to see more of, and be sure to rate and review the show. Um, so, ladies, I have a question for you. Mm. What would you do if you saw something on the side of the road that you couldn't explain? Like you were driving home one night in the dark, and you saw something on the side of the road that you couldn't quite figure out what would you do first off i may be white but i'm not get out and look what the fuck that was white why oh you mean like the people we're going to be talking about yeah. tonight? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it just wants to make friends i'm just gonna be like oh that was weird and i'm just gonna keep driving because i ain't that's not my circus that's not my monkey like that is one of my biggest fears when i drive home um, late at night from playing like Magic the Gathering or something. Like my drive home from here. Yeah. <laughs> like your drive home from here. Um, Once a week. We live in the sticks, folks. We do. And Sam is nice enough to come from the places that are well lit where there's civilization around and drive out to the, the boonies. The bumfuck out here. Bumble I have to like nowhere. break up my drives on i if i just drive down 31 i'm like what is gonna pop out so i have to like break after like so yeah i come home on 905 which is so it's this dark ass two-lane highway where it's foggy as shit right Uh right nope i I had to take that whole thing in from Conway, and I'm always like hmm eventually one of these nights i'm gonna see something that i really wish i hadn't seen I have this like borderline. I want. I don't want to call it an irrational fear because it's not quite as irrational. But you know those like the scary movies that come out that start with like the girl like runs out into the road and like yeah. I don't want that to fucking happen to me. I'm terrified. So of I almost that. had that happen. On 905, not Wait, too long ago. Wait, someone was ran out in front of you? There was a group of people walking from, like, the woods uh-huh. on the road. Nope. At, like, 3.30 in the fucking morning. Oh, hell no. Nope. So they were on the road. I don't know if they were, like, they had fishing gear with them. 
what the fuck they were fishing for, I don't know. Don't, don't cat like people with like catfish um, traps. I don't know. Catfish but lines. These people like flip me off and shit as I drove by, and I was just like, I wasn't even going that fucking fast. Like, I like seeing the opossums. I've hit a couple possums. I've seen a bobcat, but I've not seen any ghost or cryptids. I'm, I'm waiting for it to happen, though. There's some the, eerie fog when you're driving. On the other side of that, I do want to like look over into the trees and be like, "All right, there's that," and I've, just keep I've on seen going. A swatch. Like I, I see those paranormal caught on tape videos on I uh, freaking love paranormal travel channel, and. Uh, You'll always see like the grainy Bigfoot videos that looks like it was filmed on a potato. How is it 2022 and we're still getting grainy ass videos? I don't know. It's like an interference or something. It has to be. Potato vision. No, I th- I have a theory on what these things are, but I'll save that for towards the end. Um, but without further ado, you all know, saw the episode title. Spoiler alert. We're talking about the Dover Demon today. Yes, so, if I could describe the Dover Demon, I don't know if you guys have seen the photos of it. I'm sure, Sam, you have. Yeah. Uh, would you say it looks kind of like a gray mixed with a starving Ethiopian child with the distended stomach and everything? Oh, my God. Is it like Gollum? Yeah, it kind of looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, just with no <laughs> no uh, nose or mouth. They Yeah, they describe it as like a uh, like the large head like the greys have. Yeah. Mixed with like an emaciated monkey's body. That boy just needs some milk. That's all he needs. I figured you wanted to take it in, take it in as a pet or something. Listen, I want to take everything in that is... Including the clown doll from Goodwill. Yeah. Why will never? I mean, we took in the the emaciated, starving cat. (laughs) That's because he's a good boy. Look how good he looks. He does look much better. And he's grown a lot. That is true. He's a great producer. He is the best executive producer this Mm -hmm. show's ever had. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, without further ado, let's get into the Dover Demon. It's been 45 years since the sightings of the creature that came to be known as the Dover Demon, and it still remains to be one of Massachusetts' truly great mysteries and one of the world's great cryptid cases. This one's, like, top tier. Mm -hmm. Like, especially up in that area. Oh, yeah. A lot of people love this one. 20 miles southwest of Boston, Massachusetts, it's a little town called Dover. In the woods and the curvy back roads of the small town of about five to 7,000, I, I kept seeing numbers in between, so took the least and the most, and we're going to call it that. It lurks something called the Dover Demon. It's quite an unpleasant little thing with its watermelon-shaped head and the body of what can only be described as an emaciated monkey. I like my description. Starving Ethiopian child. I I just want to take it in. He looks like he has a beer gut. You give it cuddles. He he looks probably like you did on uh, Saturday or Sunday. First off, I was fine. I didn't drink beer. Oh, okay. How many White Claws did you have? I plead the fifth. Uh-huh. 
Still carbonated. But not as not as bad. Did you come home looking like the Dover team? <laughs> Crawling <laughs> over. All swelled up. Yeah. I don't know. From like Casey. a water. I avoided mirrors. <laughs> Probably a good call. <laughs> he still loves me, so I must not have been that bad. Sam turned herself into her own version of a cryptid. I was a sweaty. I didn't get hung over until about 1045 that night. Oh, hell no. Nothing about that sounds like fun. And then I went to bed. So Mm. I woke up and I was fine. I just slept right through it. Honestly, it was a great decision. I was drunk for like two hours. (laughs) Anyway. It's described as looking as sort of like the Grays variety of alien, except that it has rosy colored tan skin as opposed to gray. The Dover demon has a large head on a small stick-like body. It can be bipedal, but it often travels on all fours, but it switches off between four and two. He's like ambidextrous. Basically. It has long tendril-like fingers, eyes that glow, usually green or orange. It doesn't seem to wear any clothing. Oh, he's naked. He's naked. And unlike the greys, the Dover demon doesn't seem to be associated with any UFO type activity. Yeah, there weren't like UFOs spotted in the area that night. Yeah. So there weren't any sightings or any, any close encounters or anything like that. So... On April 21st and 22nd of 1977, a small, gangly, hairless creature with large, glowing eyes was spotted on three different occasions in a span of about 25 and a half hours. Salem, circa last year. (laughs) Just a cat missing all of its hair except for his face. Listen, if there was anybody to be our executive producer, it would be somebody that close to death. Yeah. <laughs> he can be our little crypt keeper. He is a little crypt. He's a little cute dude. He's so cute. A, so this is starting the story. Uh, this is Bill Bartlett's story. So we're going to go through all the sightings, and then we're going to get into the, the other stuff. Yeah, I found some fun little facts and whatnots. It wouldn't be an episode if Sam didn't find fun little facts. Uh, exactly. Trying to keep it fun. Always. Yeah. It says, the bizarre tale begins at 10.32 p.m. on April 21st as three 17-year-olds, Bill Bartlett, Mike Mazaka, we're going to go with it, and Andy Brody are driving north on Farm Street. Bill, who's behind the wheel of his Volkswagen, spots something creeping along a low wall of loose stones on the left side of the road. He at first thinks the image is a dog or a cat until his headlights shine on it and he realizes it's nothing he's ever seen before. The figure slowly turns its head and stares into the light. It's two large, round, glassy, lidless eyes shining brightly, quote, like two orange marbles. Its watermelon-shaped head, resting at the top of a thin neck, is the size of the rest of its body. Except So its head is fucking massive. Yeah, a little pencil neck. Yeah. It, I don't know how he's holding that thing up. A little pencil neck. 
Except for its oversized head, the creature is thin, with long, spindly arms and legs and large hands and feet. The skin is hairless and peach-colored and appears to have a rough texture. Bill says it's like wet sandpaper. That is probably the grossest fact about this thing. So it's like a rhino. I was thinking more like a shark. They're they do rough. Like they're, yeah, they're, like rough, like a wet sandpaper. I've never soft. touched a shark, so. They're soft. They're not? Why no. do they look so soft? Well, if you rub it one way, it's like slick, and if you rub it the other way, it's kind of like, like a cat for the wrong he's way. Literally thinking the cat's tongue. Yeah. yeah. So this thing head. is like literally a cat's tongue all wet over. Looking, it's almost like reptilian-like. Adorable. D- d- gross. Adorable. It's like slimy and fucking wet sandpaper body. Bill subsequently tells cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman, who we'll reference later also, standing no more than three and a half to four feet tall, so I'm taller than this guy. Hell yeah. Do you want an award for that or something? Actually, you know what? I kind of fucking do. I need need somebody to come up with a picture. Let's burn Sam's name on the surface of the moon because she's taller than a cryptid. We need to have all the cryptids that are shorter than Sam listed. Let's just just do the Kentucky Goblin next week. Fuck it. Let's do the Loveland Frogman. Listen, after I found out that Olaf is five foot four, I hate it here. Olaf. From, from Frozen? From Frozen. The oh. fucking snowman. Is, <laughs> fuck you, Eric. <laughs> Listen, I'm happy that I'm taller than the Dover Demon. You small know what? victories. We'll give you this one. Thank you. Small victories. It is a small victory. I'm a small, I'm a small person. <laughs> so. Small victory for a small person. Yeah. My boyfriend's 11-year-old is almost as tall as I am. Okay, so just... Let me have my let me have my moment. Oh, allow it's me one, to play. My heart bleeds for you in the small world's smallest violin. Here's the world, one of the world's smallest middle fingers. <laughs> anyway, the figure is shaped like quote a baby's body with long arms and legs, and it has been making its way along the wall. Its long fingers curling around the rocks. When the car lights surprised it. Unfortunately, neither Mike nor Andy sees the creature. The sighting lasted only a few seconds, and before Bill could speak, the car leaves the scene. Then the creature's gone. Bill drops his friends off and goes to his Walpole Street home. Although Bill's sighting was only about seven or eight seconds, he was blessed with both a photographic memory and an artistic ability. So he went home and drew what he saw. That sketch has become the famous image of the Dover Demon, with him writing right on the sketch, quote, I, Bill Bartlett, swear on a stack of Bibles that I saw this creature. You know, that is some serious shit, because if you swear on just one Bible... It's meh. Like, yeah, a stack. Like, may God strike him dead if he's fucking lying. Like, And I'm assuming he's still alive, so. He is. So the next story 
Around midnight, 15-year-old John Baxter leaves his girlfriend Kathy Cronin's house, which is funny because I have a girlfriend with the last name Cronin, and she's from Massachusetts. Maybe there's a whole clan of them up there. Maybe. I don't know. But it's too odd of a name to not be, you know? Anyway. So he leaves his girlfriend's house at the end of uh, Miller High Road. Then John starts walking up the street on his way home. Half an hour later, after he's walked about a mile, he observes someone approaching him. Because the figure is short, John assumes it's an acquaintance of his, M.G. Bouchard. What's interesting about M.G. Bouchard is uh, he's this deformed kid that lives in the neighborhood. Oh, my God. So he thought this, like, deformed kid kid was out like roaming the streets at night so john calls out and gets no response he and the figure continue to approach each other until finally the latter stops john then halts and as well and asks who is that the sky is dark and overcast and he can only see a shadowy form trying to get a better look john takes one step forward and the figure scurries off to the left running down a shallow wooded gully and up the opposite bank. As the figure runs, John hears its footsteps on the dry leaves. He follows the figure down the slope, then stops and looks across the gully. There, he sees the creature standing in silhouette about 30 feet away, its feet molded around the top of a rock several feet from a tree. The creature's body reminds John of a monkey's, except for its dark, figure-eight-shaped head. Its eyes, two lighter spots in the middle of the head, are looking straight at John, who after a few minutes begins to feel uneasy. Realizing he has never seen such a creature before and fearing what it might do next, he backs carefully up the slope, his heart pounding. He then walks very fast down the road to the intersection at Farm Street, there, a couple passing in a car pick him up and drive him home. Dude, so he's just trying to be a good Samaritan and help the local handicapped kid who he thinks is like roaming the neighborhood. And he gets, he runs into the fucking alien from Independence Day after they split the bow suit open. Oh, Jesus. You're going to bring that into yeah. this? You know, this dude could have, uh, he could have went all fucking John could have went all uh, Will Smith with it. Told him, welcome to Earth, bitch. Curb stomped him. Yeah, just punched him the fuck out. Of course, I mean, what do you do? Like, you see this thing 30 feet away from you. It's staring you down. And it could pounce on you at any fucking second. Like, what? what is your fucking reaction to that other than flight, fight or flight? You Treat know? it like a mountain lion. Don't turn your back on it. Mm-mm. Walk backwards. Because it could have pounced on him. I mean, we don't know what this thing's jumping distance and range and shit is. No. We don't know if it's predatorial. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah, it just seemed like it was fucking lost. Or afraid. Just like, leave me alone. Like kinda, fucking E.T. It's kind of yeah. like, ew, people. He's kind of got an E.T. vibe. Yeah. For sure. You're Steven wrong. Spielberg fucking stole the story. Oh, I would not be, I would not be past that. So the next night, 15-year-old Abby Brabham 
was being driven home by her boyfriend, 18-year-old Will Tainer. <laughs> Tainer. Anyway, I knew you were going to make fun of that. They'd been at a party and gotten into an argument. Uh, she had said something along the lines of, like, insulting their relationship or questioning it or something. She was waiting for him to say something when she you know, like looked out the passenger window and is trying to figure out, like, how can I break this silence to segue into talking about what happened? When she spotted something in the road, the creature was sitting on its hind legs just staring at the car. Abby, too, described a strange creature with a large ovoid oval head. I'm assuming that's what that means. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway. Start that over. Ovoid. Ovoid. No, we can leave it in there. That's fine. I don't care. All right. I'm a a funny shaped head. We're just going to leave it at that. We've established that. He's got a big old avocado head. Oh, he's. And long, spindly limbs. She said that the being was missing all feature, all facial, facial features. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fucking hell, Sam! <laughs> it's like participation you... trophy. Oh no! <laughs> You're gonna bring that into this. You still feeling it from this weekend, my dude? No, I haven't had one single thing to drink. No, I have not had one single thing. She had to really fucking think about that. Well, I thought about having a drink with dinner. Mm. And I didn't. I had a drink with dinner last night. Well, thank God you didn't. I know, right? Who knows where this podcast would have gone. (laughs) Anyway, he's devoid of facial features, except for the eyes, which were round and glowed bright green. A color which she steadfastly insisted on to investigators. What's really interesting... Uh, with this is it's almost like animal eyes at night how they're reflective mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it, it's got some form of like night vision kind of like a cat yeah because their eyes glow so do deer right yeah yeah so i mean it could be it could be strictly nocturnal it, i mean we don't know i mean uh, we'll speculate on it after yeah we can talk about it Will only caught a fleeting glimpse of the creature in the brake lights as he, because Abby screams and he slams on the brakes and that's when he sees the creature. He said he saw something with a large head and tan body crouched in the road. What's fascinating is the locations of the sightings plotted on a map lie in a straight line over two miles. What's crazy about this is this is during a holiday break. So all these kids were on holiday vacation at school and all three of them went to the police basically immediately after nobody had time to like share the story. Mm -hmm. So these are truly three separate incidences. And it's not like now we're like, oh my God, I just saw something on fire road. Well, now people would like try to go live with it or some shit and get eaten. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, because Gen Z's fucking stupid. Yeah, subscribe to my subscribe to my YouTube, guys. It's worse than uh I thought you were gonna say like subscribe to my OnlyFans and just have like the Dever team in the background. I mean he is nude. <laughs> it's not like he's wearing pants. There's a niche for everybody. Yeah. 
I don't know if I want to be a part of that niche. I mean, I don't either. But I'm just saying, everybody's different got Different shirts for different folks. Exactly. Almost immediately, people try to dismiss the Dover Demon sightings with mundane explanations. Some suggested it could have been a baby moose, despite the fact that moose sightings are extremely rare in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Jesus. <laughs> well, I highly doubt it was a fucking baby moose. Yeah, their heads are glossing weird. over the fact that Sam can't speak tonight. <laughs> Listen, we all have our struggles, okay? That's a baby moose. So that is not a fucking baby moose. No. I think they were talking about the fact that it was like spindly and not know what it, but this one, like the Dover yeah, but it had was, fingers. Yeah, it knew what to do and with his limbs. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way it's a baby moose. Like, no. Baby moose are also much larger than the creature that was reported. Some people say that the kids were drunk and while, yes, Bill Bartlett and his friends were out looking for beer, they never found any. Another theory was that it was a horse foal. But April is in full season, and moose were long gone from the Dover area at the time of the sightings. Foals and moose also don't stand on their hind legs, nor do they sit on top of walls. Bill vehemently denies that it could be any kind of animal. He says, quote, this definitely wasn't a fox or animal. It was some kind of creature with long, thin fingers. The thing was more human-like in its form than animal. I've always tried to guess what it was. I never had any idea. I wasn't trying to be funny. People who know me know I didn't make this up. And this story kind of like ruined Bill's life in a way. It's like every how ha- I remember reading an interview where he says, you know, I get phone calls every Halloween asking me for an interview on Dover Demon because they do those like redux stories. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, so many years ago this year, this guy saw something in the woods. Yeah. And he's like, I wish I hadn't seen it because it's it's been fucking following me ever since. At least not it's not literally stalking him. Yeah, I mean, he did have an incident where he said he saw something hit his car, like fell on his car while he was at like a makeout point. Not uh, that. Like a year later, but he didn't know what the fuck it was. Out. At the time, there was a population of about five thousand individuals. There were more horses in the town of Dover than there were people. Something that should be noted, there were no animal tracks discovered and no reports of missing foals during the time of the sightings. So, this thing's not leaving any fucking tracks? No. Interesting. What is it, like this, the broom monster from Alice in Wonderland where it, like, sweeps away its, like, foot tracks? It's as got spindly feet. It's, it's light. It's very light-footed. Doesn't leave a, tra- a trail. Light footed boy. Mm-hmm. Well, he's only been seen on asphalt and rocks so far. 1977 was an unusually eventful year for strange occurrences. UFO and creature sightings were abnormally frequent and often seemed to be connected. They often occurred closely re- in closely related times and places. 
Many of the creature sightings involved mysterious monsters with human-like forms. People wondered if some of these creatures were from outer space. I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about earlier, how there were no UFOs seen in the area. Mm-mm. So this, this is definitely an outlier for the time. Coleman believes that the Dover demon doesn't match any inexplicable sighting reported before, such as those of the Chupacabra, Sasquatch, Roswell aliens, or the bat-eared goblins from Hopkinsville, Kentucky in 1955. Which we will definitely cover them Mm -hmm. at some point. Strange sightings like these aren't out of the ordinary in Dover. This area of Massachusetts has had its fair share of weirdness throughout the time. There are three major legends going on in the Dover area. There's the devil on horseback in the 1600s, stories of buried treasure, and then the Dover demon. He thinks that Dover could be one of the one of those like magnets for the paranormal. Well, they had this weird stone. Um one historian called it the polka stone, but uh, Cohen or uh, Lauren thinks it's um, the puka stone, which is like of Celtic folklore, hmm. which is involved with like fairy world shit. Like the fae. I kind of want to do fae. Yeah. The fae would be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. We'll have to put that on the list. Let us but know yeah, so it's like one of those um, things that where it's the unseen world. Mm -hmm. So it could be kind of, all right. So my theory on it is these things are meta transdimensional beings. So they can break in through like almost like weak points through Mm -hmm. in our reality from their reality and stumble into this dimension. And then they're fucking lost. They don't know where the fuck they are. Well, that would explain why there's no fucking tracks. Because they can just teleport in and out of dimensions. Yeah. So it's like they phase into our reality and they phase out as quickly as they came in. That would explain like Mothman and a lot of this shit. Yeah. When the Dover Demon was sighted in 1977, it might not have been the first time a strange creature was spotted in the woods by local teenagers. Not long after the story blew up, a man named Mark Sennett claims that in 1972 he saw a creature in the woods with glowing eyes and that had turned up in his car's headlights. He said, quote, we saw a small figure deep in the woods moving at the edge of a pond. We could see it moving in the headlights. We didn't know. This, this guy, man... The other three descriptions are so in-depth and in detail. And the rest of this guy's whole quote on what he saw is just like... That's why we put it at the end, because I don't find it credible. It's like word garbage. Yeah. So, Sam, read exactly the rest of um, Mark's description of the event that took place. So, the direct quote says... I don't know if we really saw something. We thought we did. We saw a small figure deep in the woods moving at the edge of the pond. We could see it moving in the headlights. We didn't know. It could have been an animal. Uh, Senate then said the group told the police who investigated, but nothing came of it. So what I think happened here is this guy saw 
like all these reports coming out of Dover and was like, well, it's my time to shine. Instead of seeing like, I saw it. He goes, I saw it first. Yeah. I saw that shit five years ago. Hey, y'all are old news. Cause they, um, Lauren tried to track down that story with the cops. And they're like, we never got a fucking report. (laughs) (laughs) So there are, a lot of there are video games and figurines of the Dover Demon as far as Japan. Yeah, this thing's really popular. Um, is as far as the cryptid goes, it's not it's not your Mothman or some of the other like big ones like Sasquatch, yeah, or the Jersey Devil, but it's high on the list. Mm-hmm. I would say it's it's a tier. He's he's A tier. He's not S tier, but he's A tier. If I was ranking the cryptids. Don't you ever rank them. They all have they're all special in their own way. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, there are my favorites. Jersey Devil. Favorite. No S at the end. We know. Yes, one, Sam, we know. We I know got one country. that we might do next year that uh could dethrone the Jersey Devil as your favorite. Really? Mm-hmm. There's some big britches you're putting on. I know. Mm, I'm thinking the Snallygaster. The what? The fuck is a Snallygaster? I love the name. It, it sounds makes... like a mutant crocodile or something. <laughs> Think shit. of, like, possibly the Jersey Devil's arch nemesis. <gasps> is it a lizard man? Nope. Is it related to lizards? It's a flying cryptid. It flies. Much like the Jersey Devil. But we'll cover him on that Does episode. Does it have a bitchin' ass folklore song that Eric no, likes to play it his full volume? But, so, what do you guys think the Dover Demon is? Like, I don't think it's extraterrestrial. I don't think so either. I'm going to go mm. with... Oh, go ahead, Sam. I, I have a, No, I was just going to agree with you. I think... I like your theory... That, that it's, it's a some, meta because immediately being. I thought like just come with me on this journey. You remember when I don't know if everybody in the room has seen Hellboy two when they go to the market where all the creatures are, mm. and there's definitely a fucking creature that has a giant ass fucking head and a tiny ass body in that, and it's like something like that's all like Celtic folklore or whatever that they can just like travel in between dimensions and humans can't follow them and stuff. So that's immediately where my thought process went. I'm like, maybe this thing is something from another dimension. It just kind of just popped up and it's like, well, that's new. Where the fuck am I? What the fuck are those things? (laughs) Achievement unlocked. Yeah. Yeah. So I I really do think there are points in our realm that are waypoints to other dimensions that these things spill in and out of. The Dover Demon surely makes for good campfire tales and a great reminder to always have a buddy when driving down Farm Street southwest of Dover. You know, just in case. What a cute little baby. Eric. Uh, No, you can't adopt a Dover Demon. (laughs) No. Uh, we we don't need another goddamn mouth to feed. What we have a half dead cat. No, he's well, not. We don't half even dead. know what he he's eats. He's fully alive. What if it, he doesn't need to eat anything? Sticks. What if he's kind of like a? I don't even know. Like he doesn't have a mouth. Exactly. exactly. You don't need to feed him. So technically, it's not even another mouth to feed. 
No. What if it uses its finger? Like E.T., but it... Like probes. an anteater? Yeah, like it... It's finger, like, sucks in essence from you. Like Kind of like a like vampire. A, well, at least it's going to do it to you. Your luck's that bad. It won't touch me. I don't have a soul, so I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, but you still have sustenance for it. Of course, it's going to have one hell of a buzz after you <laughs> drinking you. It, I'm not potent anymore. No. Uh, you, it's not been 72 hours yet. You are still good to go. That liver is still full of alcohol. Really? Oh, probably. I don't fucking know. I mean, you I drank mean, I like did drink for 12 you, hours. Yeah, you did drink like 150 White Claws. So, guys, what do you think the Dover Demon is? Let us know in the comments when you listen to the episode. Crack open a pumpkin spice beer and tell us what you think. Uh, without further ado, though, thank you for listening to Creeps in the Crypt. Christian, drop those socials for us. We appreciate you guys, and we are so happy to be starting Spooky Season. We're already episode two in, so if you guys want to keep the spooky fun rolling, make sure you guys are following us on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the TikTok. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, we appreciate all of the downloads, love, likes, everything. Please let us know what you guys like, love hate we'll listen to it yeah leave us reviews on apple podcast um uh itunes and leave us reviews on spotify it'll get let you give us a star rating it really helps us we're out we're not mean girls we'll listen to the criticism yeah. i yeah. promise you yeah and but i love compliments and there will also be any kind of like suggestions that you guys make we always take this into account because yeah, message me on instagram um or facebook that's the best way to get in touch with me uh Twitter, I go on some, but Twitter's just a dumpster fire, so I don't go on there too too much. Um, but if you have anything you want to say, message us. We'll listen to your suggestions, and thank you guys so much. Next week, I think we're covering something pretty close to home. Uh, it's folk. It's folklore related, yeah. so I think you guys will be in for a spooky southern treat next week. <laughs> And uh, thank you guys again for listening. See you next Friday. Stay creepy. Stay creepy. Bye.